Al, it's time to talk about a reboot of a series that had a very divisive launch, let's say. (laughs) (laughs) It was was something, all right, but uh, we're going to dive into it because I played through this game and I can, I live to tell the tale. I saw bits of it, but not all of it. You sure did see bits of it. Look at that Game Boy. Look at him. I had to He's see the hiding. picture. I'm sorry. Hiding in the bathhouse. Uh, anyways, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode 322, and we are talking about the 2022 reboot of Saints Row. Mm-hmm. I was interested in this for one reason and one reason only. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't actually happen. <laughs> to be fair, I, I did I did make a messed up character. I just didn't use him. Yeah, that that was my big thing. I was like, oh man, I've seen the the characters Jared makes with character creation tools. I am so excited he's gonna make a monstrosity. <laughs> I have you will. I mean, to be fair, you can make some monstrosities in that character creator. <laughs> you also make like people that look like honestly like their real life selves, which is very wild to think of. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, yours anyway. looks like a regular person. Regular old person. Yep. Anyways, yes, this is Saints Row. They just retitled it as Saints Row because <laughs> it's just a reboot, I guess. That's how you do things. Yep. Uh, this came out on August 23rd, 2022 on the PlayStations 4 and 5, the Windows, the Xbox One, the Xbox Series X and S, and the Google Stadia. Was this one you of know. the last releases for Stadia? Probably not. I don't remember when Stadia, like... I feel like that was like a couple months ago. Murdered itself. But I don't remember. Either way, that came out for all those platforms... Was definitely met with mixed reviews, let's say, uh, from the Metacritic. It has a 65 out of 100 on PC, a 61 on PS5, and a 65 as well on the Xbox Series X and S version. September uh, 2022 is when they announced it shut down Stadia. Well, there you go. Anyway, uh, sorry. A lot, of, a lot of problems people had with this was that it was very buggy at launch. Uh-oh. Uh, and then also there was concerns with the, the the writing, the gameplay, a lot of stuff in this game. Um, I played this obviously well after the fact where they had done a few patches to this game to try and make it less buggy. Uh, there were still some problems with it when I played through it, so that's not entirely great. But it isn't as like super broken as I think it was at launch. So that's at least a positive in that direction. <laughs> yeah, that is... I remember you had some kind of weird glitch when I was watching, but I don't remember what it was. I think I had a few times where, like, the game was like, uh, we're just not... We're gonna let you run around, but, like, you can't do anything. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll just reboot the game. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Fun. Woo! Anyways, let's talk about the development of this game real quick. Oh boy, we'll let's get do into it. The game of it. Into the game of it? Into the actual game? <laughs> uh, THQ Nordic announced in August 2019 that Volition was developing a full entry in the Saints Row series. Parent organization Co- Co- Coach Media? Coach Media? I forget how to pronounce that. Owner uh. of the Saints Row intellectual property said they were, going, they were giving the developer time and space to make the game they saw fit. The series had a rocky history in the years prior to the reboot's development. The prior full game of the series was Saints Row 4, which... Need I remind you, came out in 2013. And ruled. <laughs> Nine years ago. 
which was followed by a standalone expansion titled Saints Row Gat Out of Hell in 2015. A series spinoff, Agents of Mayhem, sold poorly and led to layoffs at Volition. Saints Row was officially announced as a reboot of the franchise at the August 2021 Gamescom, which was met with divided opinion on social media for not retaining the feel of prior series entries. Uh, the reboot was intended to pull away from the wacky tone of Saints Row 4 and later games in the series, instead bringing back the balance between comedy and seriousness that Saints Row 2 had. Volition's Jeremy Bernstein compared Saints Row 4 to Moonraker of the James Bond film series, I guess that's a thing, having gone so far outside the realm of reality that they needed to reel it back in. Studio development director Jim Boone added that the current social climate had outgrown the tone of prior Saints Row games. Some of the more lewd elements, like the giant purple dildo that could be used as a weapon, was cut for this reason. The game's developer Volition looked to action films as a reference point for what they wanted players to experience, including the feel-good vehicular movement of Baby Driver, the brutal stylized combat of John Wick, and the extravagance of Hobbs and Shaw, that Saints Row sort of flavor. Uh, the game was originally supposed to come out on February 25th, 2022, but was later delayed until August 23rd, 2022. It's a, and, a delay. Yes. And then there is apparently post-release expansion pass, which will include at least three pieces of DLC, which I don't think any of those are out yet. So I can't, we can't comment on any of those. They're just there. They uh, exist. Also, eventually, yes, they, maybe. They do exist. Uh, let's see here. do 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 uh, this is by October 2022, Saints Row had attracted more than a million players. Wow. Uh, in November of 2022, the Embracer group stated that Saints Row did not meet the full expectations and left the fanbase fan partially polarized, but financially performed in line with management expectations in the quarter. Is subs subs subsequently, there's, that's the word, announced that Volition would be transferred from Deep Silver to Gearbox Entertainment, stating that it has all the tools, including an experienced management team in the U.S. to create future success at Volition, which is... Interesting. Ugh. But yeah, this was a uh, divisive game, to say the least. I think the problem comes with this is that when you look at a game like Saints Row 4, mm -hmm. which is just very bombastic, very over-the-top, very ridiculous, which kind of had became the... just it, it got to the tip of the top of where they could go with that series. Right. There's not much you can do to really pivot back and like make a sequel to that. Right. So you, I think you either continue going full on eight or you you have to figure out a way to reel it back in. Right. So I think rebooting the series was the right call. It just makes it very hard to kind of like get back into the tone of like the earlier Saints Row games when your last two games have been just like super over the top ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And like there's still some of that over the top ridiculous here, but it is very much more grounded than those previous entries were. Um, it is, I think, interesting as well that, like, they talked about how the social climate of the world has changed in the nine years since Saints Row 4, mm -hmm. where they don't really go into a lot of kind of, like, what's the way it looks like, the, the, the sophomoric humor that you would expect from these kind of games. Right. Like, that, that kind of stuff is not really super prevalent here, which I think is probably the right call. Because it's hard to really kind of do that and make that sort of stuff work in today's age and today's society. Mm -hmm. Where you could have probably done it 10 years, 15 years, 20 years prior. So I think that was actually a good step in the right direction. And even though I think some of the times the writing isn't as good as previous entries, like they're still able to create humor in ways that doesn't necessarily fall back on, you know, 
cheap tricks like that. Uh, let's see here. What else do I want to talk about with this video game? There's a lot of jokes about having to pay off student loans, and that's why you're doing crime. I mean, that's that's fair. <laughs> Which is, is kind of like, you're like, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it does start off kind of weird because, like, your character is is riddled with debt, so, like, you're trying to find a job, and you decide to work for this this private military corporation. Ugh. And, like, that's how the beginning of the game starts. So you kind of, like, start this game off, and you're just like, I don't know about this. Yikes. <laughs> and then eventually you, like, you have to leave that company because of something that happened, and you form your own gang, which becomes the Saints and everything, with, like, your, your roommates who... Or the key side characters throughout the game that you hang out with and you do missions with and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Which I grew to really like as over the course of the game. Like I think they have good characterization. They have a lot of good banter with you and with each other throughout the game. It just takes kind of a little bit of a while to really let them grow on you, I think. But once you do, I think they have a lot of good fun moments scattered throughout like the you know past the first third through the end game of the of Saints Row. Mm-hmm. So I think that works out pretty well. Uh, the The story itself is kind of just you know boilerplate. It's not. It doesn't really do anything new in this series. It doesn't do any, anything new in this genre or anything. It's basically it's very original Saints Rowish, where it's like, hey, there's these other gangs out in this city, and eventually you're gonna take them over and move them out, so you have more control over the city, and that unlocks you know more of the story, and you fight against them and do all this sort of stuff like. There's like one, two, three, three gangs, I think. Something like that. Um, two of them are kind of just like gang gangs <laughs> that you would gang kind of gang. understand. The other one is the the PMC you used to work for. Oh. And, you know, you go into different parts of the, of the city and everything, and they basically are like, you know this this part of this gang will have this control of this part of the city. This gang will have this part of control of the other part of the city, and vice versa, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and you can like do little like side activities that will like get you more influence in those areas to drive out those gangs and everything. And then it'll be story related stuff that will be like, okay, well, you're gonna go up against the boss of this gang and do all this sort of stuff, and that's how you fight back against them. It kind of goes like in order from like one gang and then here's the next set of story stuff and it's this gang and then the next set of story stuff and it's this gang essentially. I think the part that I watched was some gal who had her car stolen. It was like her mom or grandma's car or something. And it got driven off a cliff. Right. That's the part that I watched. That was very early on. And then I also saw a part with, um, oh shoot, it was somebody I recognized, the voice actor. Um, Greg Chun. Yes, Greg Chun. I was like, that's definitely Greg Chun. That's yes. 100% him. <laughs> um, I, I recognize that voice. Uh, but he, like, got kidnapped? Is yes. that correct? Yes, yes. And, and then taken to, like, a weird towery thing that you were climbing? Those are the only two parts I really saw. Mm -hmm. um, I do remember that um, at one point there were, like, a bunch of, like, weird gang trucks that came up on you and like a like canal type thing mm -hmm. a dry canal yeah yeah and uh that was where the glitch happened i remember that i don't remember what the glitch was i don't know but i remember it was a weird glitch and you died 
That sounds about right. <laughs> and then you had to start it all over again. That sounds about right. <laughs> That's what I remember. Yeah. Uh, also, the area they, they put you in is basically kind of modeled after Las Vegas or also just like southeastern or southwestern United States kind of just feel, essentially. It's kind of just like a mixture of those two things. Uh I think it works well as like an area because like it's not really an area that you really go to a lot in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's fine. Uh, it it is very brown because obviously it's the desert. Yeah, it's quite brown. So it's not necessarily the most like luxurious or just like easy to look at kind of locale, but it is a different locale than what you're accustomed to in most video games for sure. Not uh, a whole lot of color there. Nope. Nah, but it, I I think it's okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the story is basically you know, the story begins where like you're doing this party and you're already like well established and everything, and then you get buried alive, and then it's it takes you back to the beginning of the story where it's like okay here's how we lead you up to where this buried alive thing happens and you'll understand how everything go all the steps that lead up to this and what actually happened and all that sort of stuff so i think i was on a zoom call when you were like getting back to that part or something because i didn't see it but i remember you being like oh man this is the beginning of the game i was buried alive and i was like what yes (laughs) um in one of the first missions you're like when you're working for the pmc you're tasked with trying to like capture this major criminal called the Nawali. Nawali? 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 Yeah. Um, and essentially you're able to take him down and you capture him and that leads you to getting like promoted in the PMC and everything. And everything's all good. Yay! And then eventually you get fired from the PMC and you form the Saints and all that sort of stuff and you gotta find you know ways to get people to work for you. You gotta find ways to pay them and everything. You gotta find a, a place to hang out and have your be your headquarters essentially gotta do all this sort of stuff to get like set up and everything and one of the things you do is you go out and break break out that dude that you captured originally in the game so he becomes eventually like an ally to you and you work together to do this plan this big heist where you're going to like uh steal from like a federal reserve that's on like a a big train Mm -hmm. um I feel like there's a part in this where you you literally are towing back the, the the a big safe off the train like it's fast five, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Um, so a lot of this is like you trying to like build up your trust with this dude and trying to like get him on your side, and eventually he eventually he does, and. There's a lot of like weird things you do with this dude to like get his, his trust. Like you go on this like friendship outing where it's just like oh, all right we're everyone's just gonna go do an activity that they want to do and we're all gonna like bond together as a group do all this sort of stuff we were they get these like hats made for it and it's very dumb and goofy but then it turns out to like it's, it's very much like plot or supposed to be like a non-violent outing it's just like oh we're gonna do things that we don't like do things where we shoot people and do that sort of stuff but eventually it turns into that because of course it does mm-hmm. it's a saints row game right but i thought that was kind of like a very dumb and goofy way to try and get this guy into your group and everything <laughs> uh there's eventually a subplot within the game where like the pmc you used to work for buys out your 
group because of a like a contract or a, a thing in the contract that you signed originally so like it's basically a non-compete clause so they take ownership of the saints and you oh, basically no. have to like <laughs> oh no find a way to stop that and that that basically entails like getting the the chairperson of the company ousted by the the via the other stockholders because like there's another lady that you saved on one of your missions who you start to like you like form a partnership with to to get him out and everything and you're able to do that by like causing just a bunch of destruction via their AI tanks and it causes the stock to plummet so the 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 shareholders vote him out and vote this lady in and then she's like all right here you go you can have your gang back <laughs> and that's it that's that's how you deal with the PMC well you know easy things like that yeah um and then basically you get to the end of the game and that's where we get back to the beginning of the game you know that's full circle makes a lot of sense you you do this party because you're having so much success and everything you just want to hang out with your pals and have a good time you invite the nawali he's like hey i'll come over hey let me, let me have a little chit chat with you the player character the you know, player real, character. <laughs> I'm really enjoying hanging out with the Saints. Also, I'm going to take the Saints for myself. Let me stab you, and then I'm going to bury you alive. Right. Shock and swerve. He has betrayed you, and now he's kidnapped your friends and making them act like they like him. Oh, no. <laughs> and they're his friends. Oh, no. Uh, so, essentially, you have to, like, dig yourself out of this grave and patch yourself up and then basically just run through this like giant casino where he's holed up and go all willy-nilly and destroy all his people eventually you have a shootout on top of the the casino which is actually a pretty cool moment where it's like a like a western shootout essentially um, it had, did it have the sound effect that it might have because it should it might have you know what sound effect i'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah. the western sound yes but that was pretty fun. Uh, and then essentially you, you, you get your friends back and you celebrate on top of this roof and then that's just the end of the game. So I think like as a whole, like it does a good job of kind of like building this new universe, building this new set of characters, um, letting you see exactly like how like they you know go from nothing to a lot of stuff. And I think there is promising things you could do here if you decided to make another game. There's also like interesting little references to like the previous saints row games that make you kind of think huh. like obviously this is still the same universe so like what if they decided to like integrate these two in some way mm -hmm. which i thought i think that could be interesting to like bring these these two sets of characters together in a, in a fun and interesting way um i think like i said i think overall it's fine it 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 doesn't do a whole lot that's like groundbreaking or new or anything like that nature, but as a reboot for a series of this nature, I think it does the job it needs to do to establish a new set of characters, a new universe, a new setting, and just get get the ball rolling essentially. Like I think if you if you made another one of these games, that's when you can kind of start going in the wackier directions. Because you've already established all this stuff, you don't have to like, you know, focus most of the game and doing that sort of stuff so you can kind of start going weird in whatever weird direction you want to mm -hmm. considering you know this is the saints row series i mean 
to be fair, like this this game in itself has a whole subplot of you doing a live action role play tournament. So like there is a bunch of like there is wacky stuff in this game. It's just like again, you compare it to previous entries in the series, like you know, the past like Saints Row three and four, it is not remotely close to that amount of wackiness. Where you were the president with superpowers. God, that was so good. That was so good. So good. Uh also, I think the soundtrack of this game is not that great, which is yeah. really unfortunate because I feel like Saints Row games in particular have very good soundtracks, mm-hmm. but this one just didn't have a lot for me, which I mean, obviously it's music, it's very subjective, so like, it's going to be probably really cool for someone else, but not so much for me. Like, I think the most interesting stuff in here was like the classic rap section, which had yeah. a lot of stuff that I would I was into, but like, all the other stuff I was kind of just like, eh not really feeling it <laughs> i remember you showed me the the radio stations i was like oh okay well then this is mid at i mean best. it does have party up by dmx so you can feel like you're playing tiger woods pga2 or 05 again and i mean what else do you need in life right i mean that song goes hard so it is pretty good to drive around to Let, let's be real but you need more than one song i mean it's true it's true uh, so I think that was kind of a, a, a real big bummer. Because I know like going into this, I was like, oh, man, I wonder what the soundtrack of this game is going to be. Because I love the Saints Row soundtracks. And then getting to this, I was like, oh, hmm. That's that's something. Uh, I will say as well, like I think gameplay-wise, it's definitely just an average open-world game. Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels like another one of those. Like, it definitely... This is going to be a kind of a weird thing, but I think I saw this someone else say this, but it definitely rings true. This has the feeling of an Xbox 360 game. Oof. Just as the way that like, it feels and just how it plays and everything. It's just it definitely feels like it's a game that you you played 10 years ago and hasn't evolved. But not the brilliant Xbox 360 game Lost Odyssey because that was that was good. <laughs> it was a good game. Not everything can be that, no. I know, I know. But yeah, just I mean, it's it's hard to see exactly how they could really Sorry. you know change this formula because like you know it's just a very it's a very rudimentary formula that they that's been used since you know Grand Theft Auto Three at this point, but they really don't do anything like really new or interesting with it. It's just like if you've played one of these, you've definitely played this before, right? So that's kind of also I think disappointing in a sense that they don't really do anything new with it, but. It's also not super surprising, I would say. Uh, but yeah. Are you hearing him? No. Game Boy's like, I want more crime. He's been just chattering away for the past two minutes. Game Boy just wants all the crimes. He wants more crime. He's a crime man. But yeah, Saints Row the reboot is definitely a reboot. I'm just, I, I, I was so confused when you booted it up to screen share with me, and I was like, this, this is a regular person. What is this? <laughs> yep, regular, normal person. To be fair, though, she was cute, so, like, I can't blame you. Yeah, I, I, I think it just, I wanted to play this game with, like, a normal character first off, because, like, <laughs> it would have been too much if I would have put in, like, one of my... Monstr- monstrosities into this. Your mutated freak fish. Yeah, like I don't know if that would have necessarily hit the same way. 
Like if I wanted to play this again at some point, like that's the time to do it or like mm. do a co-op run. That's the time to do it. Right. But I think playing it the first time through is just like I, I, I want this to have a little bit of normalcy to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Uh, I will say as well, like they definitely like there's definitely, you know, like I said, there's a lot of like Southwestern U.S. influence in this game. You know, a lot of like uh, Mexican influence into this game as well. It was kind of weird looking through the credits and seeing a whole lot of white people who <laughs> worked yeah. on this game. Well. So that was something. I mean, like, to be fair, it doesn't feel like they're, like, doing cultural appropriation or anything like that. It's just, like, it's one of those things you would have expected, like, more non-white people on. In that sort of way. Right. But yeah, I really wonder what they're going to really like do with this. Cuz like I, like like we've mentioned at the top of this podcast like it didn't really review well. Mm-hmm. It apparently sold well enough for, you know, Embracer Group to be like, you know, we're okay, we're fine with the numbers in this quarter. But where exactly is this going to land it per se? Like are they going to want to do another one of these? Do they are they going to feel like that, you know, the brand has been damaged because of this game in a way that like people aren't going to want to play a sequel or are they just, would they just be like, I will just go forward with it. You know, who cares? Whatever. We'll make another one of these. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting question. And I think like you could, like I said earlier, you could do more interesting things with a sequel to this. It's just like, are they going to be able to do that? And you know, what exactly will they do with this it's definitely a lot of like more questions that need to be or that if you've left been left unanswered than are answered following the end of this game (laughs) and not necessarily because of like the story itself or anything it's more just like the outside influences that are going to be you know pushed upon this game as a whole Mm -hmm. i guess we will see exactly like you know they have three pieces of DLC they still have to do. So if all three of those come out, maybe that's a good sign that they would want to keep building upon this reboot series in a way. Or, you know, sometime down the the uh, down the line, excuse me, they're like, yeah, we're not really going to commit to doing all three of these DLCs. That's probably a sign of like, uh-oh, something's, this is in trouble. Not, this is not going well. <laughs> So it's going to be very interesting to see exactly, you know, the future of this game and where they decide to go with it after this, after the divisive nature of the video game. Fun divisiveness. What, what? I doesn't love that? I mean, I could do without it, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what can you do? Yeah. Anyways, that's that's Saints Row. Saints Row. Saints, Saints Row Five. That's not five. Video game. Saints Row, not to be confused with Saints Row. Game developers should stop naming games that have already been named and make different titles if you're going to reboot a series. No, I agree. Like, give it a subtitle or something. Just do something. That's just not, hey, you remember Saints Row? Well, we just named it Saints Row again. Yeah, that just makes things Thumbs up! Let's go! 
makes things so confusing. Yeah, it's not. It, yeah, it's it's not great. It's nope. not great. It's not great. Don't do it. Anyways, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Short episode, but like you know, it's no one world crime game. You kind of understand what these games are, right? And yeah. we're also going against like my power going in and out. So short episode is probably a good idea. Yes, power going in and out. Al being kind of sick. Yeah, we're just we're 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 speeding along here. We're struggling today, or at least I'm struggling today. You're you're definitely struggling today. (laughs) But yeah, that's gonna do it for this week. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Animani Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, it's the first episode of March. Oh my god. So we'll talk about something new then. Something new. It'll be something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah.